I'm Sadia Tariq and you're listening to Dhani the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into our third episode of Ramzan special with Kulsum Umar where she talks about the duties of children towards their parents and vice versa. Assalamu alaikum Kulsum. Wa alaikum assalam Sadia. How are you? Sounding very chirpy. Mashallah. <laughs> very well. I think it's the weather. Spring oh, is, is here. It? Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. We can actually hear quails and, and at our end sitting in Karachi and whenever I hear the quail it's such a hopeful sound. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh yet again we're embarking on a topic that is of um a personal favorite of mine where, because I am not too aware of it. And two because um I feel that with uh, so much of um, intervention or say interference of various cultures we're losing a very intrinsic connection hmm. which is a very connection and let's just say this at the outset that this is a very intrinsic human connection not necessarily okay. islamic connection alone you know this is whether you are a quote unquote religious person or not this is a connection which is a very basic human connection really sure the connection between the child and their parents and i now hand over the mic to you okay okay a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri وَحْلُلْ أُقْتَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي آمين يَا رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ يَا غَفُورُ الرَّحِيمِ يَا رَحَمَ الرَّحِمِينَ يَا ذَلْ جَلَالِ وَالِكْرَامِ Like you mentioned, this is a relationship, this is a connection which is just so very basic. Like the building block of humanity, let's put it this way. Is this relationship mm-hmm. between uh, three, it could either be, and it's actually two people, uh, a, a, a human being with his mother and a human being with his dad. right so it's with my mom and dad um i want to just begin with this uh, few verses of this beautiful surah which is called surah al isra or surah bani israil which is the 17th chapter of the quran and there are two specific verses where allah subhanahu wa taala talks beautiful verses where allah subhanahu wa taala is telling us is commanding us is enjoining us how to behave with our parents and this is not the only place in the quran where allah says that actually The Quran is full of uh, advice, commandment, right? Uh, what, how are we supposed to uh, deal with our parents and behave with our parents? So, in this uh, chapter seventeen, verses twenty-three and twenty-four, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is saying that your Lord has decreed that you worship none other but Him. So He actually begins with His own rights, right? وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُ إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ That you do not worship anyone but Allah Himself. and i'll just tell you what the connection is and then right after that he says wa bil walidaini ihsana and I, i don't know have you heard of the word have do good to your parents bil walidaini ihsanan this is repeated in the quran many many times various different places mm-hmm. right and then allah says uh, and i'll just discuss what ihsan is so allah is saying have this have ihsan with your parents right have this behavior of ihsan with your parents and allah is then saying if one or both of them come to old age in front of you in your life do several things right so they are elderly now your parents either one or both 
and they are, you are still around and they are still around. So the first thing you, that you do is that do not say even a word of disrespect like oof to them. Right? Mm. First thing. The second thing is do not kind of shrug them off. Do not have this behavior of ignoring them, shrugging them off, etc. And and address them in terms of honor. Kareem means to honor someone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then this, it doesn't end here. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and lower onto them the wings of submission and humility through mercy and make dua to them. Oh Allah, oh my Lord, bestow upon them mercy just as they showed mercy to me when I was growing up, when I was small. It's so, mm-hmm. These are these two verses, right? The, the, the last part mm-hmm. is the verse number 24. And this is a whole picture that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is painting for you and me about our attitude and our behavior towards our parents, right? Mm-hmm. First, Allah is saying that you should worship none other but, but Him. So in other words, to have this attitude and this behavior of ihsan, that will only be possible and doable for somebody who has a higher purpose. And particularly this holds true of when we hit teenage years, yeah, when kids hit teenage years, or when parents become elderly, and parents become very difficult, very demanding, very unreasonable, very irrational. That happens. In old age, people become irrational, right? I don't know about you. I feel about myself like, you know, 20 years ago, I was probably more together than I am now in certain ways. In terms of the demand. Sometimes we have unreasonable demands on our children, right? Really. We expect the word from them. No matter how much time you give to your parents, they are always complaining. You're never there. You never have time for me, etc. So what is this thing which is called Ihsan that Allah is saying that you do? The key word over here is ihsan. And there are many, many, like I said, places in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, do this ihsan. Ihsan actually means, it's not the Urdu wala ihsan, that you're doing somebody favor. Right? Sure. It's not that, that you're doing someone a favor. This ihsan means, have this extremely, exceptionally good behavior, the best that you can be. The best that you can be. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never expects in anything from a believer, uh, perfection. Perfection itself is very problematic. But excellence. So Ahsan is this excellent behavior. And excellence for you could be different than excellence for me. So it's also a very individual Mm -hmm. thing. According to individual Mm -hmm. circumstances, according to individual. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is specifically using this word Ahsan in terms of our parents. Why is that, do you think? Any ideas? Why Ahsan? Why not just say that be good to your parents? As you said, excellence. So it is far more notches above than our uh, other relationships. Absolutely. Because all our other relationships are pretty much tit for tat as well. Right? I, you like me, I like you, we become friends. We have some common interests. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm getting something out of you, you are getting something out of me. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, you will be very good to your boss. Otherwise, there will be dire consequences to face perhaps. Uh, a kid who's at college or university will be good to his professors or I don't know teachers you know you want to be in people's good books because yeah it's all conditional just be, it's a conditional thing right but parents we take for granted 
parents we take for granted mm-hmm. totally i mean seriously we take for granted no matter what we they're there you know they're like okay amma you know or abba or whatever right we just take them mm-hmm. for granted so allah subhanahu wa taala is specifically saying that this is your attitude of taking your parents for granted so what what you need to do is have this attitude of ihsan have this attitude of exceptionally good treatment the best that you can offer with your mm-hmm. parents right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. for example for a kid and particularly a lot of times in teenage years some friction starts some you know not mm-hmm. necessarily but generally when one hears of the uh, situation when your kid is a teenager or when you remember when you were a teenager right what kind of relationship you have right so uh, i mean you're on the phone for example and mom is calling and calling and calling you you're like yeah 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 and sometimes you don't even bother replying that's not asan mm-hmm. that's being very very rude asan would be coming mom right okay yeah that's mm-hmm. it go mm-hmm. right uh dad is saying can you get me a cup of tea right or he just walks in and you just go and get a cup of tea yourself that would be asan right not looking at your phone while you're at your dining table because mom has said hey, please let's have this family time together you are you're dying to yeah. but you are coming down for dinner sitting at table yeah that could be asan right mm-hmm. uh mom dad sorry i'm all here right i'm all here because these days another thing is happening in families is what even when you go to restaurants sometimes it's so sad to see that everybody's actually on their phone on the screens absolutely you are most disconnected from the person who's right in front of you and the person mm-hmm. who's there for you constantly is usually mom and dad and mom specifically mm-hmm. particularly because uh, mm-hmm. according to a hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam a mother's uh, uh, significance a mother's daraja in the life of a person is three times more than the father's right literally three times mm-hmm. more so she has allah has given her, why because you know you've been inside of her for crying out loud i mean seriously right mm-hmm. she has carried you for nine months and allah subhanahu wa taala has appreciated that a lot in the quran and allah subhanahu wa taala has said that she went through pain and hardship just to carry you right mm-hmm. and sometimes you hear a child saying so i didn't ask for it yeah mm-hmm. so that kind of behavior would be like the most common retort hello hota hai na you hear it all the time did mm-hmm. i ask for it so mm-hmm. you know so I, she cleaned my dirty diapers so I mean, as if that's her job. That is what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So even if she's getting my room clean right now, I mean, there, there, there are kids who say she's not doing it herself. The maid cleans the room, you know, or something like that. That kind of attitude, right? So Allah is saying after saying ahsan, and this whole ahsan attitude includes not to say even uff to your parents. Talking back, falat taqul lahuma uffin. It's so amazing. The first time I read this verse, I was an adult. When the first time I read this verse, I couldn't believe that Allah has actually used the word "uff" in the Quran. It's the, the text of the Quran is saying "falat taqul lahuma uffin," and there are scholars who say that if there was a thing that was lesser than "uff," that was known, Allah would have prohibited us to use that to our parents also. And another mm. very interesting point over here, which uh, Tajweed teacher pointed out, was. you know tajweed is the science of how you actually read the quran properly because the quran is in arabic mm-hmm. it's not in another language and a lot of muslims are non arabic right they're we're not all arabs right but the quran is for everyone and because it's in the arabic language we need to learn how to read it in that language in that pronunciation mm-hmm. just like when we speak english we don't say water we say water 
right so it's just like that we need to be we need to learn and it's because it's not our language we should learn how to say it uh, ramadan is around the corner so there's going to be this huge thing every year about whether it's ramzan or whether it is ramadan it's an arabic word so pronounce it the way it is pronounced right okay so fa the the the, the letter fa in uf like fa that letter is easiest to pronounce compared to all the other letters right if you say fa and if you say uf how easy is it doesn't take any stress mm. anything just comes out flows out and allah is saying do not even say that to your parents don't say uf let alone talking right. back and uf is an attitude na uf is also an attitude uf mm. you know that that uh, impatience that that almost disgust like you know oh please you are so uncool stop you are after my life you know that it's it's mm. a whole it's a whole attitude right the slamming mm. of the door or whatever you know and one mm. thing in our culture i'm talking about the desi culture right now which we used to pride ourselves on was no matter what we were respectful to our parents actually we were whether it was under mm. duress or whatever i remember a uh, a uh, 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 a cousin of mine he smokes right and he doesn't smoke in front of, in his father's pastor he never smoked in front of his father out of respect mm. you know what mm. i mean it was like that excuse me thank you we always said aap and not tum to our parents g instead mm-hmm. of kya hai you know uh, pardon mm-hmm. me thank you no ma'am this was something which was really ingrained in us right it's a part of our culture and that is something which we are losing totally by trying to be somebody who we are not really we are losing mm-hmm. this respect although although perhaps we hadn't read that don't say off to your parents in the quran but it was a very seriously cultural thing you know elders and parents particularly be humble mm. in front of them and then this is something which completely was in agreement with these verses of the quran perhaps our elders who taught us this had not done that with that intention but it completely they are on the same page with that they don't say off number one and the mm. other is don't mm. shrug them off wala tanhar huma don't shrug, shrug them off right don't mm. put them aside and particularly sometimes with elderly parents even grown up adult kids do that they don't consider them worthy enough of getting any advice from them so stuff is happening so the parents are there you know the dada dadi or nana nani or whatever they are around whether in the same house or not sometimes in the same household right and things are happening you know say for example a, 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 a glaring example would be ki koi shaadi ki baat you know so some some wedding is happening nobody is going to ask their advice nobody is going to tell them what's going on a lot of times they, they complain nobody says anything to koi hame kuch batate nobody ever discusses mm-hmm. anything they're in the next room and you know you know the parents are talking to maybe the parents have teenage children or whatever whatever decisions are taken in the house right nobody includes them they shrug mm-hmm. off they reduced they reduced to yeah they're yeah. ignored yeah. They're, they 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 don't matter anymore and that is so sad mm. and that is so cruel it's even more cruel than actually being outright rude you know what i mean that you just yes. you just you don't you don't matter anymore you're living in the next room or maybe in a in a uh, downstairs or whatever arrangement it is and you know nobody consults you for anything and mm. it makes mm. people don't you feel important when your child comes and asks you ke acha ab subject i have to choose so mom you know these are the options what do you think i should be doing you know like how families have discussions about so many things 
little little things sure. little things like from uh, choosing a subject or which college to go to or you know whatever x y or z or <coughs> people are invited over what should we be cooking you know what should we have mm-hmm. for dinner from that, those little things like major decisions and it's not as if you are relying on them having including them is just to make them feel good make them feel important make them feel that they still are part of this life they're still alive they're not just a prop waiting to die and really it's basically give them that that respect which they yes are meant give, for they, they are they are your parents yes, right so, and they will always remain your parents no matter what age they are and those are the people who really are invested in you more than anybody else on this planet relationships mm-hmm. come and relationships go even spouses come and spouses go friends come and friends okay. go but your mom is mm-hmm. always rooting for you your dad is yeah. always rooting for you and sometimes mm-hmm. we even get irritated by that rooting for us why did you put that why did you tell everybody about my exam result you know for mm-hmm. example and there was no need for you mm-hmm. to discuss because they are so proud of you they are proud of your accomplishments right and they mm-hmm. ask one thing twice and we get short with them and we forget the time when we were little that they used to read that nursery rhyme or that story book 20000 times again and again that's to us all you wanted to hear that's all mm-hmm. you wanted to hear right mm-hmm. so the the mm-hmm. uh, uh, peter rabbit would re- was read so many times that you still remember it right as a mother mm-hmm. and if you that's are going to ask your child one thing twice they're like i just told you don't you remember mm-hmm. why why do we do that and this is something which is very universal everybody does that Mm-hmm. this is not very particular and we don't think this is badtamizi at all we don't think this is being rude and god is telling us that don't shrug them off don't and speak mm-hmm. to them in a manner which is honorable give them honor the fact that he's not just saying they look after them they two different things we can look after somebody right and not honor them allah is saying wa qul lahuma qawlan karima speak to them in a manner which is respectful and honorable give them honor right be kareem with them that is what he is saying right he is not saying that uh, and by the way this was a commandment for the christians as well yeah in, the, in one of the 10 commandments honor thy parents not that you should look after your parents no it's not just you should look after there was a person who came to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said that ya rasulullah i have cleaned up my mother because she was very elderly and she was bedridden i've cleaned her like she used to when i was a baby so have i done this bir bir means righteousness with the uh, with with her the sulah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said no you haven't i mean what's the big deal this is just something that she did for you and you're doing for her this is not anything extra mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. think that you've done something very extra and another mm. person came to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and said that ya rasulullah i carried my mother on my shoulders and i did hajj you know i made her do hajj like that with carrying her on my shoulders so have i done ihsan i mean is this in the category of ihsan rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that you haven't even compensated no he said have i fulfilled my her rights you know have i fulfilled my rights towards her so he said sallallahu alaihi wasallam that you haven't even fulfilled the right of that one pain that she bore while having you oh So you see the relationship between a parent and a child is not tit for tat at all no matter no. what we think that we are doing so great for them if you put it in a balance their ihsan their uh, mercy towards us 
will always be heavier always no matter what we do even That's if i stand on our head always mm-hmm. i mean both of mm-hmm. us are mothers do so we do realize that this is a special favor that allah has put this love in our hearts for our children otherwise seriously we would just wring their necks and put them in the dustbin really <laughs> the night the sleepless nights the cleaning of the dirt and i mean just all of the literally physical stuff and emotional you know really one part of your heart is ripped apart if your child comes crying from school that i've been bullied or whatever right how would yeah. we take, mm. i mean how does a mother or a father take all of that mm. and how does a mm. child when they grow up think that they can ever repay for that that's there's no repayment mm. that no. is the reason this there is right and then allah subhanahu wa taala goes on to say that lower onto them your wing of submission wing of submission this is the the the, the arabic means that the bird that is very much capable of flying but doesn't and sits down in humility you have the capability mm. of to slam the door or just walk off just ignore them mm. yeah and the the easiest thing is to just give them the money right as as particularly mm. when parents get elderly right what do you do you look after their needs quote unquote yeah you're looking mm. after them you can if you can afford it you probably have maids and whatever looking after them you put them in a mm. old home saying that no 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 they'll actually be happier there with with their own mm. you can send them a mm. mothers day card fathers day card once a year or write on facebook that how much i love you mom 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 yeah it means nothing <laughs> it means that mothers day and fathers day actually personally i get livid i actually get livid with what you see on social media it's ridiculous mm. you can you are reducing your mom to just that i love you on one once a year that's it and you're done mm. or dad mm. right and that's it. and you think you're done and you completely think you're done absolutely mm. bilkul i remember somebody uh, particularly in our part of the world when you see empty homes a lot of people have moved away or whatever i remember uh, somebody who said that it is so easy for uh, her son had chosen actually people used to call him stupid that he was getting this fantastic job in the us and some you know he's an it person and he chose to be with his parents because they were elderly and he had a sister who was physically and mentally uh, challenged so he decided to stay in pakistan looking after his parents mm-hmm. yalla reward him best right he's only only son <coughs> as opposed to other cousins and all who were there and would call up mom and say oh i'm thinking of you because my cherry tree outside my window is looking so beautiful and i was thinking of you and my puppy used to get mm. so angry she said okay so why don't you call her there and tell her to come and live with me so that she can enjoy the cherry mm. tree as well rather than just having a conversation and now facetime has become very convenient that all i can do is have facetime with you and i'm done right mm. these are the things this is not honoring how is that honoring when you have to bear with their moods when they are getting older they are getting a little aggressive they are getting a little unreasonable you have to deal with that that is perhaps pleasing allah a little bit right mm-hmm. and we think it is such a great sacrifice such a great sacrifice why why do we think it is such a great sacrifice didn't they and they continue to make all of these amazing sacrifices for us there are parents who would literally cut their hands off to give to their children seriously without without exaggeration really if they could they would do that it's one of those things mm-hmm. uh, like in romantic love the guy is going to say to the girl oh i will get the chand and tare for you 
parents actually do get the chand and tare for their children it's not like lover who does that it is the love of a mother who would literally go out in the universe pluck out a star and put it at your feet and then what you do is you just kick it away right mm-hmm. so allah is saying be humble in front of them through mercy yes they are maybe they are unreasonable fine theek hai unreasonable right maybe they are very demanding yes they are very demanding but your job mm-hmm. is to have this attitude of ihsan that is what you are supposed mm-hmm. to be you may not agree with them fine it's okay don't agree with them it's not necessary that you agree with everything that they say it's not necessary and perhaps they are being totally like completely ridiculously unreasonable but there is no mm-hmm. way that you are going to lose that honorable feeling or that respect or that mercy and then in the end allah subhanahu wa taala in the, in, in the end of verse 24 allah is saying wa qul rabbir hamhuma kama rabbayani saghira say my lord have mercy on them just as they had mercy on me when they were bringing me up and if it wasn't for our parents mercy you and i wouldn't be sitting here talking to each other like this seriously mm-hmm. i mean if i can say for myself most certainly if my mother didn't actually shove me into the car every day i wouldn't even be educated because i really didn't want to go to school you know how many ahsan i know you know you know it's just like that waking mm-hmm. you up every single morning making sure that things are sorted out for you no matter how old you get you yourself are a, probably a, a a parent of a grown up child and your mom and dad are mm-hmm. still alive they're still worried about you they are the ones who are mm-hmm. going to say oh meri beti kitna thak gayi nobody else mm-hmm. in the world is going to worry about you the way your mom will so you know when elderly even elderly parents when they pass away that feeling of being an absolute orphan is there for even adults because that woman was you were literally her aankhon ka tara you were literally the apple of her eye you were literally the center of her universe that is our mothers are quite truly mm. and that is the same thing that sometimes suffocates us why is she always after my life why can't you think go get your mm. own life now amma leave me alone why are you constantly thinking about me and when that, mm. that's not there then you realize oh my god nobody else in the world cares about me the way she did not even your own child mm. not even your own spouse mm. at that time it might seem very overbearing ke, what is this she's so interfering you know <laughs> you said or whatever but imagine when that love and that care, that the fact that somebody is constantly looking out for you right um, mm. i'm sure you say to your children that just text me you know just send me a message that you're okay right who else yes, is going to, yeah. who else is going to say that who else in mm. the world cares what happens to you truly who else does and this unconditional mm. care without wanting anything from you truly and the least we can do is honor them that is what allah subhanahu wa taala is saying the least you can do and particularly particularly when children get uh, to be adults and have their own families and are financially independent and the parents are elderly right those teenage years challenges that's another thing right that's still easier so the teenager is a little badtameez is doing off banging doors or whatever you get over that stage if you yourself as a parent are a little wise and can deal with the situation a little bit but for adults with elderly parents now the easy way out is just to put them in an old home imagine all that they have yeah. done for you and there is no room in your mansion for that elderly parent or both of them mm. you don't have any room mm. for that and that is happening mm. so much 
First, this used to happen in other cultures. Now, in our culture, it is happening. Right here in Karachi, there is an old home uh, in the Defence Clifton area where ladies are there from. No, I'm not talking about Idi home. I'm talking about people from affluent background. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you need to go there to understand this verse of the Quran. Why Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is so after us? They have obil bal walidaini ahsana. They are sad, completely. It's like you know, withered flowers. That's what I think of really. Yes. Because there's mm-hmm. nobody to talk to them. They have been forgotten. Mm-hmm. Their children are mm-hmm. prosperous. They are wealthy. They are well to do. They are doing really well. And they think that mom is better off in an old home. When did we come to this? Mm-hmm. This was not even in our culture, let alone our religion. Why have oh. we come to these depths? Why have we done that? We think this is okay, mm-hmm. just because we are following some other culture or whatever. We think it's all right. How can we do that? I mean, we don't think that that is abuse. We think that's perfectly okay. And just because in certain cultures it's the the, the done thing, isn't it? That you know, you just move on. But what about that woman? What about that man who looked after you most of your life? And you're, mm. and they are the ones who are actually who nurtured you, actually, right? Who really mm. provided you all of those opportunities. And of course, because Allah had given you as a amanat too, right? That 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 child is an amanat from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and they fulfilled all of that with love and with care. and perhaps sacrificing mm. a lot of their own wants because of your needs right a lot of, of times you know sending a child through college is not easy so the father is saving mm. and slaving away constantly or the mother is slaving away constantly no 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 we can't do this because our college ka time aane wala hai or whatever and then mm. once you have that fancy mm. college degree you talk back to them and say though you didn't do me any favors by sending me to college that is something which i mean you know that mm. that uh, that feeling of entitlement ये तो होना ही था ना लाइक दिस इज समथिंग व्हिच व्हिच वाज गोइंग टू हैपन एनीवे या एज यू सेड इट यू जस्ट टेक एवरीथिंग फॉर ग्रांटेड टोटली फॉर ग्रांटेड टोटली फॉर ग्रांटेड व्हेदर इट इज फाइनेंशियल सपोर्ट व्हेदर इट्स इमोशनल सपोर्ट एंड वी कंप्लीटली अंडरमाइन द इमोशनल सपोर्ट ऑफ पेरेंट्स इवन एज ग्रोन अप एडल्ट्स द इमोशनल सपोर्ट दैट वी कैन गेट फ्रॉम आवर ओन पेरेंट्स इज अनपैरलल्ड ट्रूली यू नो व्हेन वी हैव इन आवर कल्चर व्हेन वी हैव दैट मम्मी डे right which is a dangerous thing actually we'll talk about that some other time but you know just the fact that you can sit and talk to her about any kind of nonsense and she listens without judging you right and she mm. she sympathizes with you no matter you may be in the wrong you know you may be in the wrong but she's always any hi meri beti you know it's always like that right and she's going to make yeah. sure that when mummy day that you know she's going to cook get something cooked or cook herself something that you like you know and she's always going to be worried about you know don't no 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 you've done too much come and relax na just lie down for a while go to sleep take a nap mm-hmm. or whatever you know i'll take you for a manicure or whatever it's only a mom who does that only a mom who does that right so True. it's very very important that when we speak we speak respectfully you may disagree with the hamare the, the the problem with us today is that we've become so disrespectful and badtameez anyways with everybody actually to be honest this whole concept of tameez of being just civil not even uh, mm. very nice but just plain civil speaking without using mm. a curse word right speaking mm. with a little bit of love and care for the other person 
is completely gone mm. is completely mm. gone and mm. particularly towards mm. our parents and particularly towards elderly there are comedians who are making jokes out of your parents oh how stupid how old fashioned oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's 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 like in cartoons they're teaching children to talk back to parents or i mean what is that famous cartoon the simpsons it's disgusting mm. the way the, the, mm. that 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 brat is actually talking talking and this is what little kids are learning and we are allowing them to do do that so allah is saying fix mm. that attitude fix it mm. yeah look mm. at it am i talking like that to my parents whatever whatever age you are whether you are you are a child whether you are a teenager whether you are in your 20s whether you are a mother uh, of grown up children yourself and this is how you are speaking to your parents or ignoring them and for joint family situations in our culture when you have that mother in law and father in law situation they are mm. janu's parents na help him fulfill mm. his yeah they are na help him fulfill his mm. obligation help him fulfill mm. this mobile bali walidaini ihsana and yes nobody is saying that they are going to be perfect mm. allah gives mm. reminders of things which are difficult for us so he is reminding us for of this bil walidaini ihsana in the quran over and over again because this is something tough to do mm. it is not an easy job mm. it even with your mm. own mother it is not easy that every time that she is going to see you she is going to say phir moti ho gayi ho you know it's not easy mm. you know you're 40 years old she's sitting at the dining table and telling you why are you taking another roti and you're like ma i'm not full anymore <laughs> like you know but you, you 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 know sometimes moms and dads can be very difficult so you're spending mm. literally spending a lot of time with them and they're still complaining they're still complaining mm-hmm. but allah is saying so what suck it up mm-hmm. it is not a tit for tat relationship at all then mm-hmm. how and allah is telling us in these two verses how do you respect your parents do ihsan do not say uff lower your wings be humble in front of them and do dua for them mm-hmm. and this dua is so beautiful This is something which we really must make as part of our routine du'as. You know, whatever du'as that mm-hmm. we do, it should be part of our routine du'as, so that inshallah, inshallah, our children make this du'a for us, right? And such a beautiful mm-hmm. du- what what can we do to our parents except ask for Allah's mercy for them? It's so mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there are certain people when sure. they behave like that. I know uh, somebody, my sister's uh, friend. his mother was very elderly she passed away but he was very very elderly and it was his habit that when you visited them they would sit in mom's room because she couldn't get out of bed and they would just be there around her and it's so wonderful mm-hmm. and we used to have this whole mm-hmm. thing about having a lounge kind of a thing where the tv would be running and everybody would be sitting there and the kids and all or whatever mm-hmm. that was a good system now everybody is locked in their rooms or in front of a screen mm. not paying attention to anybody the central figure was always the grandfather yeah. or the grandmother yes. and you know even if they're not saying anything Absolutely. they just there i remember when my yeah. uh, grandmother passed away my popos and my own father and their grandparents themselves so the day she passed away my dadi when she passed away they were all like that you know that security blanket has been jacked away from us absolutely absolutely uh, we feel we feel naked and here they are as you said irrespective you know they their their grandparents themselves so they're adults yeah yeah truly even and actually when you hit that stage of adulthood where you yourself are a grandparent 
so perhaps you appreciate your parents more actually a little mm. bit and but mm. that is time for them to go na if you are lucky enough to have mm. them till that age right and allah has given you that mm. blessing because we know from various different ahadith that your parents are your door to paradise actually your parents mm. are your door to paradise just by mm. being with them doing this ihsan with them Mm. it's more about them. so basically sorry i just wanted to clarify this bit that it's more about not extending um, financial support or not as you said ke aapne haj kara diya kuch wo farais apni jagah hain magar it's more about correction of your attitude yes it's more about pouring in their laps exactly everything that we spoke about the other day in terms of sabr all those aspects in terms of love Bilkul. and compassion and patience Bilkul. and humbleness Bilkul. and grace absolutely because allah is saying honor them how do you honor somebody by giving them attention by being very kind mm-hmm. right by showing mercy by being humble that mm-hmm. is how you honor someone na we honor our friends mm-hmm. we honor our business associates we honor our children's mm-hmm. friends but we don't honor our parents mm-hmm. to make a person mm-hmm. feel important and parents are so amazing you sometimes you give them a little time right and particularly when they get elderly i have a khala who has completely she's very elderly and she's completely lost track of time you know what i mean so you sit with mm-hmm. her for 5 minutes and she says oh you know she sits with me for hours listen seriously sometimes you know sometimes it that that with not all but sometimes the demands are not that much and what they want is not just material things na what they want is not just that card card or that uh, mm-hmm. pashmina shawl every mm-hmm. year or whatever it is or fancy clothes or a mm-hmm. diamond diamond ring or whatever you know they don't right or sometimes mm-hmm. what they want is just being part of who you are why don't we take our parents for vacations why don't we why don't we make an effort don't you think they will enjoy maldives or whatever Of course, it's possible. Absolutely. Why not take them? Mm. We are ready. Mm. We plan vacations with our nuclear family. There's no room for mom and dad. There's no room mm. for them. Mm. Don't they want that mm. outing? There's a there's a very dear friend of mine. <coughs> her mother also passed away last year. The khidmat that she did, she would make an effort to literally put her in a wheelchair, either take her to a park or to Dolmen once a week. That was a routine, just to take her out of the house, and she was mm. literally totally bedridden. and she could barely talk but she said it's a good change you know rather than just being in one room mm-hmm. for that you need to make an effort don't you you need to take some time mm-hmm. out and imagine how mm-hmm. long are they, you know for example for an elderly parent how long are they going to live practically speaking not very long na mm-hmm. so even if it's 5 mm-hmm. 10 years so imagine the years that they have given to you right mm-hmm. so this is such a beautiful these two verses that give us a whole kind of a, a action plan on how to be with your parents right how to be with your parents fix that and in just these two verses i think yeah. it encompasses your ex- uh, ideal uh, you know lifestyle because Bilkul. if you're kind to your parents you're bound to be kind to everyone else around you totally absolutely and also this is a huge practical lesson that you're teaching your own children or to younger generation yeah. after you right this is for adults mm. if they are treating dadi or uh, nani or dada or dadi or other uh, 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 like you know elderly puppies or whatever other family members and particularly dada dadi nana nani with respect and with this ehsaan that is something that is going into to the next generation as well 
and if they are seeing that poor dadi is just stuck in one room nobody ever talks to her nobody ever pays any attention to her all the holidays are without her of course she's got two maids one for the morning and one for the night but that's all she has nobody to talk to nobody bothers about her anymore right she's just shrugged off she's just like a prop you know she's just there that's it nothing else or she or he they are stuck in an old home then that is where you are going to end up right that is where you are mm-hmm. going to end up sometimes you hear such horror stories about how people are treating their parents these days that it makes my hair stand on end really horror mm-hmm. stories of abuse i have a question here ha bilkul boliye um in most cases it's often the children who are disrespectful or um emotion- emotionally abusive to their parents but there are certain cases where um say the father is very abusive to the children or to their daughter like physically yeah. abusive or yeah what do we do in those conditions i'm so glad you asked that question because the other side of the coin we must look at because we cannot use this verse wa bil walidaini ihsana as a danda for all kids with whatever age mm-hmm. because we do know that mm-hmm. there are people who are good people and there are people who are not good people they could be parents mm-hmm. can be both mothers and fathers right both mothers and fathers it's mm-hmm. usually the fathers but mothers are also like that right can be like that emotionally psychologically physically sexually abusive right mm-hmm. so what does the kid who has been through that how does he apply this verse on the quran on himself how can he have an attitude mm-hmm. of ihsan so go back to what mm-hmm. the definition of ihsan i said initially ihsan is do the best that you can mm-hmm. in individual circumstance if it is an abusive father Relative. if it is an abusive father mm-hmm. the best you can do is stay away the best you can do is stay away mm-hmm. and if circumstances are such that you can have contact and you can have some kind of kind of a relationship going intervention then, perhaps yes intervention help right perhaps right mm-hmm. if that is possible mm-hmm. sometimes it's not possible in many many situations True. it's not possible so ihsan would be what ihsan mm-hmm. would not be ruining yourself ihsan would be to stay away if you are with a mother who's constantly putting you down <coughs> constantly insulting you from a very young age and some mothers unfortunately are like that ihsan <coughs> would be draw a line as you get older as a child you've been through so much abuse draw a line when you get older and do not cross mm-hmm. that line and do not let her cross that line. have the boundaries have yes, that boundary. keep the grace <coughs> have the boundary with ihsan that ihsan in that individual mm-hmm. circumstances is the best that you can do you are trying to do as much ihsan as possible to the mother in law for example or the mother for example and she is never mm-hmm. satisfied she is constantly complaining then you have to draw that boundary and saying i am giving you this much time i have work i have other commitments i can't possibly sit here holding your hand 24/7 and stick to that but how you do it mm. with utmost respect and with humility no matter how awful and bad mm. they have been to you but drawing a line with abusive parents is essential for your own sanity and for your own well-being and ihsan would not mm. it would not be against this verse of the quran by the way it won't be because what has happened mm. is that they as parents have completely failed allah they failed god and how do know how they are going to be answerable mm-hmm. to allah because you have been given as a special gift as a special uh amana 
as a special something to take care of everybody doesn't get that honor if you've been given that honor of being a mom or being a dad then that means that you have responsibilities toward that child as well that you should be raising them up sure. with mercy if you are abusing that position of power then you are going to be answerable to god and then you cannot have that that uh, you throw this in, in we were talking about the fact that when a child is abused right whichever mm. kind of abuse whether it's the mother or the father whether it's emotional abuse physical abuse uh, psychological abuse or just verbal abuse right their psyche mm. is going to be messed up won't it that for them as they grow older this ehsaan will be the best that they can do the mm. best that they can do and a lot of times the scarring is so severe that they actually need intervention and help and everybody doesn't mm. get it for mm. example we try not to talk about these things we don't like to talk about incest for example whether mm. it's happening in a whichever socio economic background it is happening in <coughs> getting mm. help for it <coughs> and rehabilitation is something that we don't consider a we all should as a conscientious society work towards that mm-hmm. right talking about it openly trying to reach out and helping people who need that kind of support <coughs> and if they are rehabilitated only then will they be able to understand what bilwali deni ehsana otherwise how will they mm-hmm. and that would be unfair won't it <coughs> sorry my coughing fit has come not at all not at all so just coming back to that um, this this bit of the verse god in his in his most generous ways is giving us all the margins absolutely and that is the beauty of allah subhanahu wa taala's word and allah subhanahu wa taala's commandments that they are so individualistic mm-hmm. they apply to everybody but in your own given circumstance that is the mercy of allah right mm-hmm. and rehabilitation for abused kids and coming to that point for them that they can do this prayer rabbir hamhuma kama rabbayani saghira can you imagine mm-hmm. what a breakthrough that is mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. verses really encompass <coughs> a lot of healing as well for us if we have been hurt mm-hmm. as children so that at least we have a chance of having a normal relationship with other people mm-hmm. because a lot of times what with what happens with abuse particularly if you've been abused by parents is that you are unable to have any kind of normal relationship with anybody other relationship <coughs> absolutely it affects all your relationship once that person goes through therapy and help and the quran inshallah then inshallah inshallah the healing does happen mm. that is the reason allah subhanahu wa taala began this verse by saying and your lord has decreed that you worship nobody but him Hmm. we should never ever i was telling you know that i'll come back to how you can actually uh link what allah is saying afterwards with the fact that you should be worshiping worshiping him this is hmm. particularly true for an abused kid right hmm. and also for a regular person like for like you and me alhamdulillah who have had beautiful childhood we can only have ihsan with our walidain if we have this faith in allah otherwise we will not have the sabr and the patience to deal with them as they grow older and a little unreasonable themselves mm. we won't be able to deal with it mm. we will only be able to deal with it if you are doing it for a much higher purpose and higher that the higher purpose, purpose is 
is is the pleasure of Allah. That is the purpose I'm doing. I'm not doing it because she was good to me or he was good to me. No, I'm doing it for the sake of God. Because the mm. believer does everything for the sake of God. Even the Bilwalidani Ahsana thing is connected with the fact that my Lord has decreed upon me that I worship none but Him. And part of worshipping Him is being good to people. And these people who are my parents, I need to be most excellent with them. That is wow. the equation. That is how it works. Rasulullah has said in, uh, uh, in a hadith in Bukhari and Muslim that he said, Shall I not inform you about three major sins? Uh, people who were present said, Ya Rasulullah, yes, please do. He said the first is associating partners with God. I mean, you know, doing shirk. And the second mm. is disobedience to parents. Right after oh. God, right? Right after associating partners with God, disobedience of parents. And again, mm. disobedience in what? For example, if your parent is telling you to worship someone other than God. I'm just being very dramatic here saying it like that, right? Mm. If you are a believer and your parent is saying, okay, let's sit and have a drink together. You're saying, but I can't mm. have alcohol. Are you going to be mm. obedient to them? No, you won't. Because the first mm. right is of Allah. So that's also something True. that one must understand. But by doing that, that doesn't mean that you're going to be batameez with them. That doesn't mean mm. that you're not going to be humble with them. We have the example of so many. We have the example of Ibrahim, salam, for example. Correct. His father, he, he said when he left, he was most respectful to his father. He wasn't mm. abusive. So even if your parents are telling you to do something, which is against what God is telling you to do, you will of course not obey them, but your attitude of respect and honor will still stay intact. And that is mm. such a beautiful thing. Because in today's day and world, in all relationships, what we do is, if you agree with me, I will be good to you. If you don't agree with me, well, let me tell you now. You know, that's how we have become. We start mm. getting abusive. We start getting obnoxious. We start getting, you know, a thing about it. Any difference mm. of opinion anywhere about anything. And people mm. go ballistic. Allah is talking about forming a very positive personality. Even if you don't agree with your parents, do not let go of that respect, that honor that you should have for them. Mm. It is exquisitely beautiful uh, how, it, as you said, it lays the foundation for the most important relationship in our life. Totally. Which is also totally. an extension to actually Allah Himself, and really, yeah, and, and also, also teaching us to create those boundaries, teaching us to um, maintain grace no matter what and no matter what relationship you're in, because how you are with your parents, it will spill over in all your other relationships. So Absolutely. It's, it's teaching the child, it's teaching the parent, it's actually teaching the grandparent. I mean, it's phenomenal to say the least. Yeah, it's a whole network of relationships that begins mm. in that home, right? Mm. And you get to practice that and inshallah, inshallah, your other relationships will flourish as well. Because, mm. you know, a lot of times what you learn from psychiatrists and psychologists is that people with disturbances in their lives or with uh, mental illnesses or with anxiety, with depression, a lot of times it just goes back to the home, what happened at home. Mm. Mm. They always uh, go back to your childhood years, not to really pinpoint or blame the parents for wrong upbringing, but knowing that that's where the foundations are of your, as you're saying, depression or anxiety or fears or you know negative thoughts or whatever it may be. 
बिल्कुल एंड इट्स अ ग्रेट लेसन फॉर पेरेंट्स दैट व्हाट अ ह्यूज रिस्पांसिबिलिटी वी हैव इन टर्म्स ऑफ अ बेबी दैट अल्लाह गिव्स अस एंड व्हाट अ ह्यूज रिस्पांसिबिलिटी वी हैव टू बी लाइक मैच्योर एंड गॉड फियरिंग इन ब्रिंगिंग देम अप राइट बिकॉज़ एंड ऑलवेज यू नो एज यू सेड दे आर गिफ्ट्स सो नेवर हैव दैट काइंड ऑफ एंटाइटलमेंट और ओनरशिप दैट दे आर योर्स and you have the right to do whatever you want to with them bilkul bilkul you just start and because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is also told us that each and every one of you is a shepherd and you will be asked about your your flock and this mm. is part of our flock isn't it we will be asked you were given so that true. child what did you do you can't possibly be the master because you are not the master you're just so a true. caretaker and a caretaker must be following those instructions that are given by the the creator the one who has given you this blessing right mm-hmm. and waqi may sometimes we really need to understand that we are very quick to blame the child or the teenager etc but we don't look at ourselves as parents how are we with them what are we mm-hmm. doing right are we being totally so unreasonable are we being uh, too demanding are we not giving them enough space so we need to learn that and there is no harm in having uh, uh, you know parent child workshops or conversations with some intervention to make things a little smoother it helps absolutely it something it really truly helps and i don't think we we should be mature enough to understand that sometimes there are people who are able to help us out and take that help and the quran is the greatest mm-hmm. helper really and the mm-hmm. example of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the greatest help that we have in terms of our relationship because it tells us mm-hmm. how to have very secure and very emotionally fulfilling relationships with our parents really mm. and both ways for the for the for the child uh, for the offspring whichever age and also for a parent and particularly when children are young it is a parent's responsibility na of that up- upbringing inshallah so as they get get older and when they are secure and you know sometimes they say that when your child is a uh, is in a position where you know least lovable that is when he needs to be loved most so we need mm. to get these steps yeah that is when you need to love them most and the same same way for the child when the adult when the grown up and the elderly parent becomes most unlovable that is when you need to love them most and honor them most because that is what allah is instructing you to do you know so that is the beautiful lessons and particularly for adult uh, uh, kids about how to be with your parents honor them honor is the key word and we should honor our children as well actually. just because they are young doesn't mean that they are not honorable right we so really true, need so. to have that and we've lost that and we've lost that respect and honor for people generally and hopefully mm-hmm. inshallah taala with understanding these beautiful two verses these are two verses right in surah al isra hopefully inshallah allah subhanahu wa taala give us the tawfeeq to actually act upon them and really introspect and see how we are with our parents and how we are with our children both ways right and whichever age group we are and see if the kids are little or older or whatever how are we with them what is my attitude you know and then what is the formula that allah is telling us do ihsan do not say uff be humble do dua for them alhamdulillah that is such a beautiful very very holistic view of how to deal with your parents particularly as they reach older age and become elderly i don't to- have words to thank you for uh, unlocking uh, this uh, treasure for us and making us aware of such beautiful simplistic behavior and making it seem so easy and also making us understand the magnanimity of 
um, this entire relationship. But that is the beauty of the Quran. Can you imagine in just a few verses, an entire lifetime is kind of uh, encompassed, encompassed in that. An entire relationship is encompassed in that, if, if only we understand, right? Well, thank you so thank much you. for your time. And it was wonderful talking to you as always. And Absolutely. I hope, I hope I hope that in this month of Ramadan, which is approaching us, that we will be able to internalize more and more of the Quran because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this month so special that our hearts are soft and you know Quran works better and it is conducive for learning. So hopefully inshallah, inshallah, may Allah open everybody's hearts and make us really introspect and look at our behavior towards our parents as well as everybody else around us, inshallah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and we would be most humbled if you can leave us with a comment, a rating or a suggestion. Thank you.